You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. And a good near of Shabbos and Mashi Lipsker. Delighted to be with you once again on High FM on an air of Shabbos. And what a very special Parsha we have this week. The Parsha is full of things we should and shouldn't do. Perhaps of all the Parshas in the Torah. This one speaks to us directly, practically, about everyday life. It really, really guides us because the greatest joy is to be fully alive and connected. Connected to life, the source of life, connected to one another. And the Parsha guides us. It actually tells us how? The parsha begins with the words, Kedoshim tihiyu ki kodosh oni. Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, many basic laws that the people need to know. So speak to everybody. Daber el koladas b'nei Yisrael. Speak to the entire congregation of the children of Israel and say to them, You should be holy because I, God your God, am holy. Now this thing about being holy, what does holy mean? Holy means separate. And separate means clear, with boundaries. In this parsha, it's going to tell us how to have clarity in life. And that very famous pasuk, you shall love your fellow as yourself, is in this week's parsha. And of course, Rabbi Akiva says, Zeklal Godoyl Batoira. This is the general rule. This is the big rule. This is the uniting, unifying rule in Taira. You know, we are now in the seven weeks of the counting of the Oimer. Every week is dedicated to a distinct attribute. And the very first week is love. The very first week talks about the absolute bedrock of human emotion, as Simon Jacobson likes to put it. But how do you express love? You express love with kindness. Because when we examine this thing called love, we have to ask ourselves, is this love self-serving or God-serving. Because love is used for many, many activities. In our world, you could say, I love my child, I love my sibling, I love my friend, I love my parents, I love my spouse, I love chicken. Well, how do you express your love for chicken? By killing the chicken and eating the chicken. So that word love needs to be quantified. The truth is, everything in this world can either be 
self-serving or God-serving. Everything in this world can either be because it brings me comfort, physical comfort, spiritual comfort, two different things. And then there's the highest of all, am I just doing this to serve the one above? Obviously, the first type is short-lived pleasure, self-gratification. makes me feel good now. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this. But then there's the delayed gratification versus the instant gratification. And after this short break, I want to share a little story. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. Agudnerv Shabbos Mashi Lipsker here. Let's remember the days are getting shorter and shorter. And the Shabbos comes in, Baruch Hashem, early. It's getting earlier all the time. In other words, we're going to have Shabbos sooner. Isn't that wonderful? And Shabbos this week is coming in at 14 minutes past 5. 14 minutes past 5, we bless the Shabbos candles. We welcome Shabbos in tomorrow night at... Four minutes past six, we will have to say goodbye to Shabbos. And we were talking about instant versus delayed gratification, and there's that well-known story about a Hasidic family in Russia where every single morning the father, the husband, would go to the mikveh to immerse himself in the river, in the lake, before prayer, before davening, even in the winter. Nothing deterred him. He was a chosid. He was a devoted soldier of God. And he would cut a hole in the ice, immerse himself, and only then begin his prayers. They were blessed with a little boy whom they adored. And they taught him. They exposed him. They lavished upon him every gift that they possibly could. Physical nurturance, exposure to mitzvahs, their love, their attention, their care. And one day, the husband said to the wife, I think my son, our son is old enough that he should also begin to go to the mikveh. But he was still a little boy. And the mother looked outside and it was snowing. There was a blizzard. Oh, she said, maybe let's wait till... The weather's warmer. And the father said, you know, I've been watching him, and now is the perfect time to continue his chinuch, his education. Today, I feel, is the day. So trusting her husband with a prayer on her lips, she gave him towels, blankets, warm clothing. She dressed the child warmly, and the father carried the child to the wagon. They went down to the river. Father went first, cut the hole in the ice, immersed himself, dried himself, got dressed, came for the little boy, and brought everything right there, quickly undressed him, plunged him into the frigid water, and the little boy said, Oi! 
Father pulled him out quickly, began to dry him, dressed him, put him back into the wagon, tucked him into blankets. And the little boy said, ah, ah, and the whole way home, he was saying, ah. And when they got home, Father carried the little boy inside, took off his little coat, put him on his lap, and said, Mein kin, today you have learned a valuable lesson. When approaching a mitzvah, it can be a short, oi, difficult, but then it's followed by a long, sustained, ah, ah, ah. On the other hand, when you do something negative, God forbid, an avera, a transgression, it's a short, ah, followed by a long, sustained, oi, oi, oi. We need to teach our children, we need to train ourselves to invest in the long, sustained, ah, which almost always comes first with a stretch a short-lived oi. But the ongoing, eternal ah is really worth it. The basis of creation is kindness. Oilam chesed God made this world with love, with kindness. And the way that we actually live a full, joyous, fully alive life is to connect with him through emulating his behavior. Just as he is merciful, just as he is compassionate, so too should we train ourselves to be. But it is against our nature. Our nature is to be selfish. Our nature is to get the ah right now. Not easy to have delayed gratification. But how do we achieve this? The Torah, which comes from the word more, mora, hora'a, it's a guide, it teaches, explains to us that this is the world of action. Hasidic teaching tells us this is the lowest of the four worlds, and it's called oilam ho'asiya, olama'asiya, the world of action. When we consciously do, consciously speak, consciously, positively think, we have a positive result. You see, doing, speaking, thinking, all have a result. Last week we spoke about choice, choosing. Because we all have conflicting inclinations. We're born mostly selfish. But we can grow to control, to choose, and become the very co-authors, which we are, of our own destiny. And by extension, the destiny of our families, communities, countries, we can become the co-authors of the destiny of the world. And it's about the other. My family, my community, my country, my world. Love is about the world Love is about the other. Real love, real love can change anything. In Hasidic teaching, it speaks about if there's no recipient, you can't give love. 
Hashem created this world as a recipient to his love. We, in the image of God, we want to give. So Hashem gives us friends, partners, children. He gives us other people. Why? Some to learn from and some to take from. Others to give to. So there's the give and the take. And Hashem dynamically, constantly brings people together for love. He gives us this innate desire to connect. And like the children that we are of Abraham, Abraham was a man of chesed. Even on the third day, the most painful day after having his bris, he was sitting at the doorway of his tent looking for someone to do a favor to. That was his entire being, and each one of us as his children carry that desire. We, by nature, want to give, and we are happiest when we give. We can give to each other. We can give to friends, to spouses, to family, to children. We can also give to Hashem. And Hashem, at the beginning of this parsha, speaks to Moshe and says, speak to all the people. Be holy, for I, your God, am holy. You see, Hashem created this world so that he could do kindness and chesed. He wants to do kindness with us. And that's why he created us. We have a chance in life to grow, to change, to develop, to become great. How? By emulating God's kindness. We say, Shema Yisrael. We're talking to ourselves. We are Yisrael. We say, listen, Yisrael. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Echad. Echad, and yet, there are so many ways to emulate him. How can we emulate God? Well, the Shema says, although God is one, he says, you shall love the Lord your God. If you want to feel the unity of God, the Ahafta you shall love. The word love adds up to 13. The word Echad adds up one is 13. To love God who is one makes a whole relationship. It's one thing. And in the parsha this week, we are bidden, love the other as you love yourself. Let's talk about parenting for a moment. Real love of our children. We look in the Parsha. We see so many different ways that we should and shouldn't behave. But let's go back to the Shema. We teach our child to say Shema, to cover his eyes. And then we say, My child, you shall love the Lord your God. 
But then Hashem tells us in the Shema, Vishinantam, tell it to your children, teach it to your children, teach them about the love of one God. Teach them how to be happy. Teach them to do mitzvahs. What follows? Follows the mitzvah of tefillin. You shall bind them on your arm. The mitzvah of mezuzah. You shall write it on your doorpost. If we love our children, the biggest favor we can do for them is to connect them to the one above. And every mitzvah is a connection. And on the connection come the most incredible, incredible blessings because we bring God's revealed presence into our lives, into their lives. Avraham Avinu, Abraham did so many wonderful things and he passed 10 difficult, difficult oys with a long ah, 10 difficult tests, 10 difficult trials. And yet, what does Hashem say about Avraham? He says, I love him because he instructs his children, his household after him to keep the ways of Hashem. The way of Hashem is the way of love. We must love Hashem, love others, love God's Torah, love the Holy Land of Israel. It's all about love. How do you love Hashem? Do we see Hashem? Can we reach Hashem? There's a direct way of loving God, and that is by loving others. It says, if you love the Father, love the Son, and we are children unto the Lord our God. So to please Hashem, to get connected to Hashem, connect to others, love others. And when we are kind to his children, his infinite blessings are showered upon us. His children need all kinds of things. The blessings of Borne, Chaya, Umezoyne. The blessings of fulfillment in relationships with children, health, and sustenance. We need to make efforts in these areas to try and bring people together. People, wonderful people are waiting to meet each other. If you know a wonderful man, you know a wonderful woman, you see somebody waiting to become a whole, complete, because that's God's intention. Do something about it. It might only be to say a good word. If you see someone struggling in their relationships, perhaps you can give words of encouragement or practical help to alleviate the stress. Maybe the stress is monetary. Maybe the stress is health. If you know of something that can help another, if you can lend a hand or a shoulder or a word of comfort, all kinds of help is always needed. And each time we help, there's tremendous growth for us. And if Hashem shows us someone in need, He's bringing us an opportunity to grow and to get joy on so many levels. 
people need peace of mind. Menuchas ha-lev, menuchas ha-nefesh. Ve'ohavta. Love. Love is 13. And 13 is also echad one. You want to feel unity in your life? Love. Ve'ohavta l'reacha kamaycha. You shall love your fellow as yourself. Ve'ohavta. You shall love. Kamaycha. Just like you want to be loved. Let's look at ourselves. We have so many different needs and wants. We also want relationships, children. We also need good health. We also need physical sustenance. We also need spiritual sustenance. Komoicha. Treat your fellow, love your fellow, give to your fellow. In all the areas, komoicha, like yourself. Interestingly, if we add up the numerical value, the gematria of Kamoicha, fascinating, it's 86. What else is 86? Hateva, nature, normal, everyday, natural. You want to love someone? Love them in the practical things. Like them like we like to be liked. Because God's name, Elohim, is also 86. Love the way God loves. He gives us all our needs on a daily basis. In the detail. In the micro detail. And we are instructed, In all your ways, know God and love God. Like Hashem does. Give, like Hashem does. Give another chance, like Hashem does. Don't give up. Love. Three stand out in our history as being great givers, great lovers. Abraham, the man of chesed. Aharon was an ish chesed. And then there was Hillel. Hillel Hazokain from the Gemara. And remember the story, Hillel who stands for loving kindness is approached by a person wanting to become a Jew. And he said, teach me the Torah while I stand on one leg. And Hillel summed it up for him. What is hateful unto you, do not do to your fellow. From yourself, You need to learn how to love others. Not a little bit, but like you, like everything, need everything, can get hurt by a small thing. What is hateful unto you, do not do to your fellow. In fact, last week, when we read the first chapter of Pirkei Avot, and we mentioned it last week, be of the disciples of Aharon, love peace, pursue peace, Love the creatures and bring them close to the guidance of Torah. Bring them close to Torah. Do you know who does that teaching? In whose name is that teaching about Aaron brought? It's brought in the name of Hillel. These were people who loved. Avraham, constantly giving. And we are the children of Avraham. Aaron, 
the one who is privileged to bless the people because he's a man of love. And through him flow God's blessings because that's what love accomplishes. It makes you a conduit for the blessings of God. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. Good Nerev Shabbos. I'm Mashi Lipska. Remember that we're lighting candles earlier and earlier. So by 514, our candles should be lit. Shabbos is coming soon. It's the wonderful thing about the winter Shabbosim that we have a whole Shabbos evening to enjoy. Tomorrow, by 6.04, we could say goodbye to Shabbos or hold on to it for a little bit longer. And we're talking about love. We're talking about connection with Hashem and speaking about three people in history who were classically of the shnit, of the approach of love. Avraham, Abraham the patriarch, Aharon, Aharon the high priest, and Hillel, Hillel the elder. And we are so inspired to be connected to Hashem through love. The work has to begin with ourselves, okay? You have to love yourself. I'm a child of Hashem. Hashem is the king. His child is a prince. The prince deserves the best. And the best is mitzvahs. Each mitzvah, God's will, dressed in something simple and practical that we can access. And the word mitzvah means connection. So any mitzvah that I do, any coin that I drop into a tzedakah box, any kind word that I say connects me with Hashem. Remember, I have a soul. Just as my body needs food, clothing, shelter, sunshine, exercise, my neshama needs that as well. And every mitzvah invigorates my neshama. In fact, every mitzvah is like a different vitamin for a different aspect of my neshama. Some mitzvahs, like loving Hashem, are general mitzvahs. They enhance, illuminate, uplift every mitzvah that we do. And let's look at the parsha this week. It's an amazing parsha because it's practical, as we said. In addition to talking about you shall love your fellow as yourself, there are so many beautiful, practical things that they tell you not to do. To clarify for us how easy it is, God forbid, to fall into, because we're human, God forbid doing the opposite of loving, the opposite of being holy or separate or having clarity. And one of the mitzvahs, is loy selech rochil ba the mitzvah or the injunction against gossip. The word rochil is like an itinerant, someone who walks around, you know, like um, a traveling peddler. What does that mean to peddle gossip? Let's just remember our hallmark. Our greatness is that we are a communicator. We are called midaber. We have the power of speech. We have the 
power of positive speech. In fact, speech, words have power. The words that we use bring latent energy into actuality. Words are actions. Thought, speech, action all has an effect. Words have power. We are called midaber, dibur. Speech needs to be used. But like everything in this world, we have a choice, and it can be used either way. The parsha tells us, helps us, how to see clearly. Torah, from the word hayra'ah, teaching, tells us, kedoshim tihiyu, separate. Don't become a melting pot. Separate yourself. Think for yourself. Analyze for yourself. Think before you do. Think before you think. Think before you speak. Because everything in this world can be used either way. Food, clothing, shelter, words, actions. Everything has a power. So let's look at the prohibition against speaking against others. Here we are. Let's not speak against another. Okay. Let's talk about the power of speech. Our sages tell us that gossip kills three. Three? Well, I can understand the one who speaks causes negativity to come upon himself and the one who listens. But why should the person about whom the gossip is be affected? And the answer is that words bring something which is latent, an energy that is not yet actualized into this world, into actuality. And when you speak negative, God forbid, about someone, you're focusing on that person's weak point, And you actually bring it into practicality. You actually enlarge his negativity. Something that he wasn't so bad in, but it was there, now becomes fed, becomes nurtured, becomes empowered. What a terrible thought. We need to speak positive about our children to them and let them overhear you saying something wonderful about them. Positive about our spouses and let them overhear you saying something nurturing about them. Let's bring positive energy into our relationships and into the world. Let's speak for the reasons that God gave us speech. Let's be careful. Not only not to share gossip and say things about people, ever. Wow, what a training that is. But to remember, somebody else is, God forbid, being hurt. You're being hurt. Everything we do has a power. Or you're being built, connected to God and blessings. 
and something positive said can benefit someone else. Let me tell you a story. The fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe was a child of about four, Rabbi Shalom Dov Bear, when the tailor brought a dress that he had finished making for his mother, the Rebbetzin Rivka. And while the Rebbetzin Rivka was examining the dress, the little boy was playing around and then playfully pulled out, by mistake, a piece of material from the pocket of the tailor, which was extra material that um, really belonged to the Rebbetzin. Well, the man began to stammer and say, yes, he, he was planning to give it back, but you could see how embarrassed he really was. When he left, the Rebbetzin pointed out to her child how he, the four-year-old, had embarrassed the poor tailor. And the boy was inconsolable. He sobbed. He was sorry. He didn't realize he had spoken. He, he had done something to embarrass someone. Anyhow, a while later, he approached his father, Rabbi Shmuel, the Rebbe, whose birthday was this past week on the 2nd of Iyar. And he asked his father, how can he be misakain? How can he fix that he transgressed the Avera, he transgressed the transgression of Halbonas Ponim? embarrassing someone. So the father said to the little boy, like, what happened? So the little boy said to the father, he said, is it not bad enough that I transgressed the prohibition against embarrassing people? You also want me to transgress the prohibition of talking Loshon Hora, talking negative speech about someone. Such was the sensitivity of this child. Everything has to be measured. Kedoshim tihiyu. Separate yourself from the masses. Everybody does it. What's so terrible? Good people do it. We must constantly grow. We must remember that our actions, our speech, our thoughts, conscious thinking, God forbid, negative, or please God positive, all count. They all have an effect. We know that positive thinking, we're told that a good thought, God connects to an action. Everything's taken into account. There's something else in the parsha, and that is, do not hate your fellow in your heart. If you feel something, you notice something, you rebuke. However, if you must rebuke, be careful not to commit the sin of embarrassing someone in public. We need to be sensitive and careful when we notice that somebody needs correction. And we must rebuke them. It must be done in a gentle way. The previous Rebbe explained as follows. He said, when you want to correct someone, let it be motivated by love. Even, and especially your own, cover it. Make it sweet. Make it gentle. 
Previous Rebbe said like this, if you have to give an injection, whether the doctor or the attendants, number one, they make sure that the needle is free of germs. Then the doctor and the nurses, the attendants, wear white clothing. They sterilize their hands, so the injection will cause no harm. What does it mean to give an injection? God forbid when you have to give a little pain in order to have cure, if you need to rebuke. What does it mean the needle should be free of germs? Examine how you speak, how you give that injection, that it shouldn't cause harm and only good. The doctors, the nurses, the attendants have to wear white clothing. The clothing of the soul are thought, speech, and action. We need to think it through. We need to sweeten our speech. We need to be gentle in our speech and action. Sterilize your hands. Make sure that the injection will cause no harm. And finally, let's remember that the way God created the world is for, with an infinite number of opportunities for mitzvahs. I'll share this story in clothing. Years ago, a yeshiva student in 770, 770 Eastern Parkway, the address of Lubavitch headquarters, the shul, the yeshiva, well, he started a gmach, an interest-free loan fund for his fellow students. And he put this sign up on the bulletin board with the rules of the fund. A little while later, he was surprised. He was summoned to the Rebbe's room. He was asked to come see the Rebbe. He was quite nervous. He wondered if maybe the Rebbe was going to test him on his studies. And the Rebbe said... I saw your sign on the wall stating that you opened a gmach, a free loan society. Very respectfully, the student said, yes, I did. But I'm sorry, we only make loans to yeshiva students. The Rebbe smiled broadly and said, I didn't ask to see you for a loan, but I'd like to contribute to your wonderful initiative. He handed a check to the students for the gmach, and he said, I want you to know that the mitzvah of lending money is so great that the Hasidim of old used to lend each other money, even when it wasn't needed, just in order to fulfill this great mitzvah. Let's look for mitzvahs. Let's lavish mitzvahs upon the other, and may we soon celebrate when we see the result of all our input with the coming of the Mashiach, Good Shabbos.